0: It's a brand new episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back to talk two more episodes of The Walking Dead Season 11, Episodes 4 and 5, and let us just jump right into Episode 4, Rendition. You must have been excited or, right away, because yeah, this is all yeah. about Daryl.
1: Yes, Daryl's episode, Yes.
0: Yes. So Daryl finds himself being stalked by one of the Reapers and becomes separated from Dog. Soon after, he finds Dog sitting comfortably next to a masked female Reaper who reveals herself to be Daryl's former romantic partner and previous owner to Dog, Leah. Daryl is subsequently imprisoned by the group and tortured for information at Meridian. Leah convinces Daryl to tell the group's leader, Pope, something to appease him. Daryl obliges with some minimal information. A test is arranged by Pope. Daryl and Leah are locked inside a shed by Pope's men, who proceed to burn it to the ground. The two manage to escape, however. Pope ensures uh, ensures Daryl is welcomed into the group, but Daryl appears uncomfortable with the arrangement, having witnessed Pope's unhinged treatment towards a member of his group, by which... I, Of course, mean he threw him into a fire and burned him to death, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Aurora, thoughts on episode four, where I guess we meet our new villain, I guess, four episodes I in, yes, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's, it blows my mind that his name is Pope, too. Yeah, <laughs> um, oh, I really like this episode, mm-hmm. uh, but again. As everybody knows, I'm biased because yes. I live for Daryl. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, that Daryl but, Dixon fandom will never die.
1: Yes, but this episode, I wanted to keep watching more of this. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I kept thinking during this episode, I will, lo- I will watch a Daryl only show, a hundred percent. Yeah, it was so like it felt part of the Walking Dead, but it also felt like kind of like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It felt like a different show in, in some in some aspects. It was very bad. isolated
0: from everything else, yes. right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um and it was nice to see because, you know, Daryl is always very for the group. Yeah. And it was really nice to see him in a different way where he's lying and trying to like survive and mm-hmm. using he's kind of using her. Yeah. In a way, because he knows that she likes him. Mm-hmm. But he's still thinking for the group. Yeah. Which I, I, I loved. Um, and I <laughs> thought it was really funny, too, that dog was like, yeah, she's back. So bye, Daryl. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I like you, but you're not original human. Right. This is right. the original human. I'm going to go back to yes. that person.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, come on, dog. And he's like, nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. Yeah. He was. Uh, look, I. uh Outside of the, I agree with you, outside of this episode featuring D&D, by which I don't mean Dungeons and Dragons, I mean (laughs) Daryl and Dog, uh, like everything else felt very isolated. Even the one character that we do know, Leah, is from a flashback episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything felt very isolated from the rest of The Walking Dead in this, which was nice, actually, a bit of a nice change of pace. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to know what you think about Pope the new villainy type person. I I was kind of getting Walter white vibes from his performance.
1: Yeah. I think it's,
0: some of it is the look too, uh, of this guy. He's got kind of that. He's got kind of that look, but this seems, um, like in a way he felt kind of like Negan a little bit in the way that, like I remember Negan tossing a dude into a fire once but not to murder him, to like scar him severely. Um, but it's
1: kind of like Negan, but with he, religion too, because
0: yes, he's a religious which, fanatic.
1: Yeah. It feels very like cult, like the way that they're o- operating. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and a lot of like religious references. And, um, I don't know who that guy was like when <laughs> there was like a preacher there too, mm-hmm. um, which didn't seem to be part of the unit. No either um but but yeah it feels it's like a combination of Negan and a priest
0: (laughs) yeah like if gabriel went bad in the early days um yeah i mean well it's also in the title rendition is uh has religious overtones as well um just that word but yeah i mean look the the thing where they put daryl and leah in that shed and then started on fire you know a literal trial by fire Mm-hmm. uh lots of religious overtones in this yeah um i do like the the scene
1: where he pushed that guy in the fire mm-hmm. like the whole scene daryl didn't say anything
0: no well i mean you know daryl aurora he's but seen that, he's seen I know. it all like he's
1: just he's just like sm- like just watching yeah <laughs> and just that the, the, the camera just zooms in his face and he's <laughs> that's all he has to do yeah. Just stand there hmm <laughs> not say anything just assessing the situation <laughs>
0: the only thing that could have made it maybe a little bit better is if there was like a a henry cavill esque like witcher hmm. you know just <laughs> right. something like that like right. <laughs> you know because daryl he's seen it all like this doesn't yeah. phase him does no. it like he thinks this sort of thing is gonna scare? you know it, it is the one downfall of trying to introduce a scary character into the show at this point because it's like Mm -hmm. we've seen everything like we get it people are awful this is you know pope is awful person number nine million three hundred twenty three thousand you know like we've we've seen it all like this guy is nothing special he's no more crazy he's actually in fact nowhere near as crazy as like alpha was or uh some of the other villains we've seen in the show Uh, i did
1: i did like uh that um there's a scene where he tells Leah, like, who, who are the members of the group, and he's like, yeah, there's a woman, I think she's the leader, mm-hmm. there's that tall, skinny guy, never shuts up, and I yeah. was like, yeah, that's Negan, yes.
0: <laughs> that's him. And then
1: he's like, and there's a priest with a shotgun, and I was like, that sounds ama- like an amazing
0: group of people. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, (laughs) it was accurate. (laughs) Um, But I mean, I liked it, but I'm not sold on this guy being a scary villain. Uh, Hmm. I mean, you know, he seems dangerous enough or whatever, but, you know, no more dangerous than a handful of other people we've seen in this world that. uh you know our heroes have have dispatched so i'm not seeing anything too special about this guy
1: right i think that the danger is the them as a group because they're Mm -hmm. all like
0: oh yeah they're ninjas yeah yeah,
1: they're trained mercenaries and um we've seen the previous episode not the previous episode like the the episode where they got all attacked in the in the woods Mm -hmm. um like they are very dangerous together yes yeah and it's such a twist that now for somehow now Daryl is a reaper <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of sorta like it, yeah. just to save his life or whatever he's it's, just yeah like,
1: he's, he's, he's an undercover
0: but yeah, he's yeah. Still, like he was still like what
1: was it like <laughs> baptized as a reaper <laughs> essentially yeah,
0: yeah yeah and he's yeah, just like oh crazy. man whatever <laughs> uh, any any final thoughts on uh, on episode 4 what would you give it
1: i'm gonna give it i mean listen i would love to give this a five just because of daryl but i don't Mm -hmm. think it's a it's a five episode okay um i'm I'm gonna give it a solid four it was really entertaining but it was kind of like um i don't know you know what no i'm gonna give it a four and a half okay I actually I,
0: liked it a lot. <laughs> I, I went with a four. Uh, I, okay. I really liked the episode as well. Another really solid episode. Um, you know, the, the bad guy seems like a competent bad guy, but I'm, I'm going to need to see more of him other than just tossing a dude in a fire. Cause it's like, guys, we've, we've seen the worst of the worst in this show. You know, that's, you know, it's not a good thing that he did, but no. yeah, on a grand scale of like horrible things we've seen people do to other people on this show. Yeah. Seem worse. Yeah, I mean you can <laughs> you you can argue we saw worse treatment to a human being in the next episode by yes. one of the good guys. So yes. <laughs> um so okay, next is episode 5 out of the ashes and this one was less specifically focused on a character, but if it was focused on a character it was Aaron mm-hmm. only because we sort of begin with him he's having a nightmare essentially is being surrounded on all sides by walkers, but also whisperers and, um, geez, a whole bunch of other villains. Those Mm -hmm. guys that had the letters carved into their head. I don't even remember them anymore. What What were their names? (laughs) Do you remember? (laughs) remember Uh, the, the, the letterhead guys, uh, (laughs) those guys, um, you know, and they all gang up on him and and stab him to death. And he's worried about, his little girl, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Crazy. Yeah, he's getting a little paranoid. Um, but the episode isn't just that. We catch up with uh, Eugene and Yumiko and Princess and Ezekiel in. Uh, gosh, I can never remember the name of the place that they're at. Um,
1: oh, the Commonwealth.
0: I'm sorry. What was that?
1: The Commonwealth.
0: Oh, the Commonwealth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I was like, you said it while I was looking at my note, and I saw another word, and I'm like, wait, hold on, what? <laughs> uh, you no, know, it's, yes, you're right. And I
1: remember I remember the name of the guys with the W's, uh, the Wolves.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, we spent some time with them there, and the story here is an interesting one. This almost felt like... Here's a weird parallel for you, Aurora. This almost felt Mm -hmm. like a weird episode of Star Trek where (laughs) like the crew like beams down to this place and they just get assimilated into this society and Mm -hmm. it's like foreign Mm -hmm. to them, but familiar or something. Like I've seen a bunch of Star Trek episodes that are kind of like this and that's, what's going on in the Commonwealth. Uh, This place is if the, uh, if the cheesy welcome video is to be believed, this place is vast. I believe they said yeah. there are 50,000 citizens mm-hmm. living there, which yep. means it's a big city. And it is. everybody. And I wonder
1: if, if all 50,000 were vetted like this three. Presumably uh, that's a lot of work.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. So this place almost feels like the world before the fall. Mm-hmm. People have regular jobs. That they do every okay. day. There's currency or whatever. There's
1: an ice cream truck.
0: There's an ice cream truck with real <laughs> ice cream, a bakery. Uh, yeah. This is how Yumako ends up finding her brother. He works at a bakery, mm-hmm. although she is like, What are you doing? You're a surgeon. And he's like, Shh, don't tell anybody. I like doing this. She's it's like, You can be saving lives.
1: That was insane. That's, That's crazy to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? um I mean, I can only imagine, though the you know aurora we still live in a time where the coronavirus pandemic has not subsided and once again hospital workers are finding themselves being overwhelmed i can't even imagine in some imaginary zombie apocalypse what being a doctor must look like every day yeah Yeah. i don't blame this dude for being like can i just make some cakes (laughs) Yes, cake (laughs) is good can i just make cakes um on the other hand though, I'm sure they need doctors or whatever. But there are people everywhere there, and there has to
1: be other doctors there is there's fifty thousand people. There has e- to be another yes. at least another one.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> so everybody gets jobs and Eugene's like, hold on a second. Like this is not what we signed up for. Like we're we're looking for help. We're not looking to didn't, live didn't, here.
1: they, they assign him to be a high school teacher? They
0: did. <laughs> I yes. Was like that's perfect. For Prin- princess is working <laughs> in retail and she's like, Oh, I wonder if they have a mall here. she's the best um i don't ezekiel is put in charge of animal Animal care animal control yeah uh and Yumiko is put in a position of we don't know it's secret right uh they just want to talk to her about her presumably because of her past everybody is given jobs assigned based off of their past or whatever Mm -hmm. so Yes. Uh, so that is sort of going on and about. And they try to send word back for help, but they get in trouble for trespassing. And it looks like they're going to be charged and tried and banished. But um, is it Stephanie, I think, is the name of the girl that Eugene we has a thing so, for? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She kind of comes to the rescue and saves the day with the guy, the cheesy narrator guy from the <laughs> right. video, who is apparently also a lawyer. Uh, mm-hmm. who's going to be able to keep them from being banished while they continue to, uh, seek help. Uh, what, what did you think about, let's kind of just break it into chunks. What did you think about all of that stuff?
1: I, I, I love this group of people together. Mm-hmm. They have such good chemistry, all of them. Like it's, it's just, they're slick. a lot of fun, right? Yeah. They're a lot of fun. They're all so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes it so nice because if you have like, for example, like you have Daryl and and Carol, Mm -hmm. like I love seeing them together, but they're very similar in some ways. Yeah. And this group is, they're all so different and they work so well. I love it. They fit Um, together.
0: Yeah. It's weird. Like I could watch them in a show too.
1: Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I did like the video the like welcome video, Yes. um, because it, it was creepy. The way that they did it, it was so subtle. But yeah. there were like some moments that the 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 sound like break a little bit, or yeah, it was kind of like glitchy a little bit, and it made it feel so. They made it on like creepy. an old
0: VHS tape.
1: Yes, yes. Um, I really like how they did it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that that place. I mean, anything that looks that nice,
0: there's something wrong with it, right? Yeah. In
1: this show. Yeah there's something
0: wrong with it yeah is it secret is it secretly powered by child labor or something (laughs) or like what like is there you know i I, like i have no idea are there you know a bunch of like where is their power coming from are there secretly a bunch of dogs on treadmills in the basement that they're making run to like generate power like there's got to be something about this place
1: yeah they have all these posters around Mm -hmm. um promoting the commonwealth and i was thinking like how did they print this yeah <laughs> I, I feel like there's wow
0: <laughs> i mean um, i want to say hand drawn but that definitely looks like no, it screen like printed the, yeah yeah
1: Yeah. Um, and there was a moment where when yumiko was talking to her brother that he said something like oh i sometimes i forget what's going on outside these walls and i was like wow yeah.
0: that's what a place yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> and they have ice cream
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Eugene looked very happy to have ice cream.
1: <laughs> and princess, too.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought all of that stuff was enjoyable. Can we talk about the thing that made me saddest of all in this episode? Okay. There is, we get it, we spend a chunk of time with young Judith Grimes. So, oh
1: my God.
0: There are some just jerk ass kids like fucking with zombies like at the gate they're just taunting them or Mm -hmm. whatever and judith is walking up to them and then they start making fun of judith grimes and Mm -hmm. my youngest is sitting here watching she's never watched the show before Mm -hmm. uh not really or not paid attention she doesn't know any of the characters or whatever and she's like oh i feel so bad for her i'm like i feel bad for the bigger kids
1: and oh, then a yeah. second
0: later Judith pulls out like her sword and puts it at the yeah. kid's neck. I'm like, dude, it's Judith. What do you think you're doing? But, you know what? Uh to be honest, uh it's it's really the moment after. Like cuz she's tough. Like those yes. kids are those kids are like poking zombies with sticks. She's killed zombies. Yeah. Uh you know, they're the they're the losers here, but At the end of the day, when she puts her sword away and walks away, the camera stays on her face and you can tell she's upset that these kids were making fun of her. She's
1: such good acting, right? Like She's amazing. Oh my God. She's amazing. I I felt everything that she was feeling when she was walking away. Yeah.
0: Later. Yeah. She made me cry later. There's a moment where she's got some stuff that her and Carl had made and it was falling apart. Mm-hmm. and i think who was it who's she talking to is it rosita? rosita yeah yeah and just you know she was telling judith about how they made that together and she's like and it's falling apart and they're gone and she's like everybody's gone and she was worried that she's gonna forget them mm-hmm. and i was in tears watching this she, i felt so bad for her she
1: <sighs> did such a good job i, I cried she's too. amazing I She's amazing, an amazing actress.
0: Yeah. Yep. She's the best. I love Judith. Judith must be protected at all costs.
1: At all costs. Yes. yes.
0: Uh, I did.
1: I did like mm-hmm. um, before. She talks to Rosita. She finds the the pieces of wood broken, mm-hmm. um, and she confronts the kids again. And they're like, "Oh, I didn't do it." They leave, and then the other kids come in, and they're like, "We'll help you uh, put it back together." Yeah. And little Herschel mm-hmm. was there, and he was dressed exactly like glenn Yep. he had the cap he had like glenn first season mm-hmm. he looked exactly the same and i was like oh my god that's adorable
0: it's so cute yep <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of uh we had a little bit with maggie and negan too it wasn't a whole lot but um some sexual
1: tension there until i knew that
0: <laughs> aurora. i saw it, it. aurora <laughs> Aurora's not going to okay. be done until she speaks it into existence um, I mean, you know, there's a moment where he's like, I am surprised you have not offed me yet. And mm-hmm. she whips a knife at his head and he ducks and it hits a zombie behind him. Because obviously that's what she was really aiming for. And she's like, I ask myself the same question every day. They already sound married to me, Aurora. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> that's how normal married people talk right <laughs> uh i'm surprised you haven't murdered me yet i think about it every day sweetie um i think that's how it normally goes uh <laughs> um but yeah there and i think they ended up being reunited with gabriel and someone else
1: yeah i don't know mine, know
0: mine is guy. mine is slipping yeah. on that one
1: but, but listen Mm-hmm there is sexual tension here i will die on this hill
0: <laughs> he, aurora has they, planted her flag her yes. shield is out
1: yes before gabriel shows up mm-hmm. they have like a they're pushing each other yep because he's saying he's hes saying oh, I'm, I'm leaving i'm not gonna stay here nobody's gonna come and she's like no we're gonna we have to stay mm-hmm. um and they're fighting and she I don't remember exactly how it happened but i know she pushed him he he pushed her back yeah and then there's this moment where they're just staring at each other and i was like oh my god they're gonna kiss i know they're gonna kiss (laughs) and then instead he just pushes him back and i was like you know what maggie you did this because you knew
0: you wanted to kiss him (laughs) aurora single-handedly trying to break the entire walking dead fandom in two
1: I just, it felt very tense. I
0: mean, if it happens, I mean, honestly, my mind will be blown. I mean, you won't, you'll be like, I saw it coming, but like my mind will explode if that actually happens.
1: I don't think they will. I mean, I think that if yeah. they do something like that, the entire fandom will
0: just. The mutiny. Well, I mean, look, yeah. Aurora, it's that they could do, they could just pull a Game of Thrones season eight here and they're like, it's, it's the last season. What are they yeah. going to do? Complain online? Well, too bad, nerds. The show is already <laughs> out there. So they could do it. I mean, they're not thinking about like their side projects at all, like Fear the Walking Dead or, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Aurora's dream spin off the Walking Daryl, uh, which has not happened yet. Oh, my God. That should be a T-shirt. Well, uh, I may get to work on that. Well, we have a T-shirt to talk about uh, afterwards. uh, Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, any. uh, um, Oh, yeah. And then there was like Aaron going to Hilltop. Mm-hmm. um they they found a a a soul whisperer or whatever, or yep. he had a few people with him or whatever, but Aaron's like convinced the whisperers are still a threat uh they're not he's just being paranoid, and uh he really tortured the shit out of this poor whisperer guy, yeah. Uh, to the point where he actually had a zombie bite his hand, and it's like, okay, like we can cut your hand off and save your life, but you're gonna have to tell us if the whisperers are still a threat. And mm-hmm. he's like, really? No, I no, we're not. There's nobody left. Like, <laughs> we're done. It's like I don't know what you want me to tell you. Yeah. Um. And yeah, he just wants his fears to be confirmed. That's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Bye, he,
1: David. They did, at uh, the end, tell them that Connie, they saw Connie.
0: Yes. Yeah. I forgot all about Connie. Yes. She kind of was.
1: I remember because I thought in that scene it was so funny that they tortured this man, mm-hmm. left him without a hand. Yes. And then they're packing up like, okay, bye. <laughs>
0: <I was laughs> nice, like- <laughs> nice meeting you guys. <laughs> it's rough out there, so watch your back.
1: I was like, you guys literally just... <laughs> cut this man's arm <laughs> and you're just leaving like nothing happened yeah it's a, it's a tough world out
0: there Aurora it's a killer be killed I guess out in walking dead land <laughs> okay so any final thoughts on out of the ashes and what would you give it
1: I gave this episode a solid four I I, I liked it
0: yeah ah, I went a whole extra quarter and gave it a four and a quarter. I really okay. liked this episode. This was great fun. The only yeah. downside of this episode is, uh, they do stuff and this is not the show's fault. This is a, my brain issue, but it's very similar to like the matrix. Uh, this is a conversation, uh, Glenn and I were having on the most recent cinema geekly podcast about the new matrix movie. um, like when I wanted sequels to the original matrix, like my interest was not in like, who are these characters and I want more of their story. It's like, I want to know more about this world. Tell me more about this place, how it operates, how we got here, all that stuff. Um, Which I guess in the animatrix is true a little bit, but uh, I'm interested in the story of the Commonwealth. Like I'm interested in the story of the characters there but Mm -hmm. more than anything i'm like i want to know more about this like how is it operating how are things and maybe we will get more i don't know but like that's where my interest lies but i don't think we're probably gonna get that but my interests lie there because to me Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. fascinating that's a fascinating place they created um but yeah okay um so uh that is the episode for this week. In the meantime, you can head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. Of course, this is a listener supported podcast. We thank you very much for continuing to support uh, all of the shows that we do. There are a couple of different ways you can do it. One, we have a patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. The other is the merch store geeklymerch.com links for both in the show notes for this episode. we just launched a new shirt for this podcast which I know Aurora is excited about. (laughs) Uh, We've made no bones about our love for Telltale's The Walking Dead. Uh, In fact, it is the opening theme for this podcast is the menu music for that game. Uh, And Aurora and I have basically since this podcast began. Uh, So now it feels like 100 years. But uh, we've been begging them to put Clementine from that show or from that game into the show because mm-hmm. it is such a good character. So, uh, we launched the, we want Clementine <laughs> t-shirt. Uh, it's also available in a tank top as well and a hoodie I think as well, but they're all available on the website, uh, geeklymerch.com, along with a whole bunch of other things. So look, if, if we sold two of those Tobias lives shirts, Aurora, <laughs> we should be able to tap into this Telltale Walking Dead market. I think at yes. least a couple times. Yes. So uh, if people want them, they are there to help uh, support us further. And again, thank you and the links for those in the show notes for this episode. This podcast can also be found on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for "Hear the Walking Dead," hit subscribe, and that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more Walking Dead season eleven episode six called on the inside